Has anyone ever said to you, it's just a TV show? That's when you know it's time to cut them out of your life. If you don't think it's just a TV show, you'll probably love my podcast, She's Speaking with Emily Hanks. And it's available everywhere you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody. Wow, it's brunch time. Brunching. Brunching. We're yeah. having some din-din. Are you enjoying brunches? I, I hope you are. I've heard from a lot of people that it's a nice little, maybe a change of pace from your traditional episode. Yeah. It's more content. I got to tell you, like, everything that I listen to, like, I want more, you know? So hopefully this is giving you more. More of the Confused Breakfast. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're here for you. Okay. Really, we don't, we've been sitting in the studio for now six and a half hours today, so yes. believe me, it's not for us. Might as well add one more hour to that. <laughs> we might as well add a whole nother hour. Why not? And we are going to talk about the 1983 movie Mr. Mom today. We did this with, um, I guess this kind of originated as like an I've never seen. Yeah. Sort of is how this originated, but then we've kind of moved on with these brunch idea like we did with PCU about a month or two ago to say the movies that there's so many movies out there some movies we're just not going to make it to we know that there's probably not going to be a full-length episode on Mr. Mom with PCU we know that because no one can see it you 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 saw it as a kid and now you'll never be able to find it unless you want to buy it on like the two-pack the the two-pack online (laughs) which somebody still has of mine by the way uh it's 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 definitely not me. It's definitely Sean. Hundred percent, AJ. It's definitely um. Sean. It's me. It's me. And, and so that's what we're gonna do. Where like uh, this is like it's definitely gonna have spoilers in it for Mr. Mom, but at the same time, it should we're it shouldn't influence you on whether you can see it or not. If you haven't right. seen this movie yet, you can still go see this. Totally. It is actually playing on. Uh, how did we see that? HBO Max. HBO Max. HBO it's Max. on HBO Max right now. Hopefully, still by the time you're hearing this. Uh, this is a big movie for me as a kid. We watched this all the time as a kid. Have you guys ever seen this before? Yeah, I love this movie. Same here. We watched it all the goddamn time when we were kids. Did you ever see this one? This is the first time watching it. For nice. Me. Yep. It's the first time watching it. It's for everybody out there playing along. It is a, kind of a breakthrough movie for John Hughes, actually. He wrote yeah. this thing. Sort of his big one to kind of like make some waves make a little money that kind of moved him on to other stuff he did national lampoon's vacation a year later which really pushed him into stardom yeah uh this is michael keaton's first top billing role he was still kind of he was a known guy but he was still kind of making his rank his way up the ranks 6.6 on imdb 76 rotten tomatoes for the most part i mean it was um was a fairly good success of a movie from what I can understand back there. It's part of a, people call it a part of a mini cycle of Hollywood role reversal comedies of the 80s. Okay. Mr. Mister Mom, Baby Boom, Three Men and a Baby, that sort of play on the traditional sure, roles the gender of ho- roles. gender roles and stuff. This is the third feature film made by television producer Aaron Spelling who recounted in his memoir, I couldn't find a film that was suitable to take my kids to, so we made one. <laughs> Which There's all these violent movies yeah. going on. I need to make a family film. 
Which maybe, which is maybe why me and you got to see that as young kids. Right? Yeah, definitely. I think you know. I mean, I think Michael Keaton was doing a lot of like raunchy shit before. This. Was he like night night shift? I, was, I think was before this. Michael Keaton was all over the place, man. Yeah, like you really think back to like on his career, um, he was doing a lot of comedy stuff. Obviously, we know Batman and you know eighty nine, um, but it, it got to be. I don't know his his career is pretty damn eclectic. If you if you ask me, yeah, I think so. He do, he wasn't afraid of doing like some of the raunchy stuff, especially what's what's the one um uh the personalities one or like the different oh, oh multiplicity mul- multiplicity <laughs> yeah. yeah like just stuff like that. Which, I mean, which we will do. One day. <laughs> Did you guys ever see the Dream Team in 1989? Yes. Uh, four mental patients. It was who who's in that? Christopher Lloyd's in it. Uh, Peter Boyle, Stephen First. And Michael Keaton. That was. That, I, I wonder how that holds up. Yeah, that's the type of movie that will be on these brunch episodes. Yes, because like, I mean, you know, not that many people have probably seen Mr. Mom, but if you have, uh, if we think you're going to enjoy this, if you haven't, I think it's going to be fun yeah. for you to take a look at it. In the future, we'll do movies too that like you know we'll do maybe even newer movies like uh, yeah, The Killer that just came out on Netflix or there something like know. that. You know, something like that. Well, or you know, they probably won't get a proper episode, but. Um, we still love them anyway. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this off. AJ, did you did you find some instant connection with this movie? As as Somehow. the as the idea of a, of a, maybe a dad like taking care of kids, having not really done that before in his life. Well, you know, this is it's funny because I I have to think back to, you know, my parents, right? And my dad, what it, it was very much along this line. I think of, this was America, man. That was just America. That was like the it was that kind of gender norm scenario. Um, now my mom did work um, at times, though, throughout my life. Uh, I I definitely identified with it, though. It, it's this is one of those things that you're just like Jesus. Like, is this is this really how we're doing this right now? Like this this movie is like. They're playing on it really, really hard. Like, especially when you get to the points of like uh, all the other moms. <laughs> so <Yeah>. good. <laughs> and like, like we're in, or him going through the grocery store <laughs> or like dropping the kids off and things like that. I mean, I, I, you're like, this is kind of weird. This is kind of <laughs> messed up. Like to. To just be like, oh, he can't do anything, right? <laughs> and the same thing, uh, the all same he knows how to do is work. Yeah, that's it. all he knows how to do is even is work. He doesn't have a vagina, therefore he doesn't yeah. know how to go to the grocery store. <laughs> it's like okay, he and doesn't really. He asks for cheese. It's like, <laughs> dude, there. Are, everyone knows there's a lot of different yeah. kinds of cheese. <laughs> okay, if I can't do any meat, can I do cheese? <laughs> yeah, it's just, run it's, me back that ham again, please. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I think there's some ridiculous the part part of the reason why it seems so ridiculous is is because it's just so much not that way. I actually like gro- going to the grocery store yes. because I like to get what I like and I like to order the this very specific cheese or the specific <laughs> lunch meat that I like. And so there's a part of me that's like this doesn't make any but sense. But let's pretend like think <laughs> think back to that era there's a good chance he's never even set foot in a grocery store. Oh, yeah, it's very possible. Yeah. yeah. Since it, he was a kid. Right. It really reminded me of like uh the like the the dynamics of a Christmas story, like that era. Oh, cool. Like the I guess 50s, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um where it was just like, you know, the guy went to work and and the women stayed home and yeah. took care of the kids and everything, which is, you know, I mean, we're not saying anything about that, but uh, it's just what is it what it it's was. It's just what it was. It just reminded me of that so much where it was just playing 
on that aspect and role, role reversing that. And whatever you think about that, I still think it's hilarious. I do too. It's another kind of fish out of the water kind of thing. You Dude, know? this this resonates. I watched this movie. I had seen it all my life, but I turned it on the first day that Molly went back to work. Oh, nice. And for, our, for the first six months, nine months of Willow's life, after Molly went back to work, we kind of... We went between me and grandparents to take care of Willow. We didn't have daycare yet. Yeah. So two days a week, I was home by myself with a baby Yeah. that I've never done that before. <laughs> and I'll, I'll never forget, even just the first day she left, the rundown of like, now now make sure, now remember, when she touches her right eye in between 11 and 12 p.m., yeah. that means she's ready to eat. <laughs> but if she eats too much, she won't go to sleep. So you have to put her down on her left side if, if it's afternoon. But if it's before noon, she's got to go down on her back. On her back. And it's this list of you're like, what? first of all, how did you know? how do you know all this? <laughs> Second of all, I'm not going to remember. She goes, you want to go over the list? No, I don't. Yes, let's go over the list one more time. Because like, he knows he's not going to remember. And then, dude, this just happened to me going to daycare the other day. I was like, oh, no, I'm just going to go in this way. And I'm just going to. And people were losing their mind at me. Really? Because I pulled in the wrong way. And I was like doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And that whole thing, like we quote that all the time, that. Dad, you're doing it wrong. He's like, no, I'm doing it the Jack Butler method. Jack. She she rolls, she hits on the window. She goes, hi, I'm Annette. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> it's just freaking like it, it hit always, home for me because we, me and Willa sat there and watched it the first day Molly went back to work. And I was like, holy shit, this always, is awesome. <laughs> I always tell my new mommies when they're in, <laughs> you know, pick up from the pick north, north, drive in from the, the south. Way so kids aren't walking across. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, it seems like you got a really great system here. Okay. <laughs> it, it's true though. And, but you know what's funny? It, and I'm, I'll, I'll say this, Mike. I bet. You being home, what two days a week? It was like two days a week for six months. For six months, you started to pick up all those nuances, though. The same. I started telling Molly. Yeah, you start telling. Hey, actually, your thing's wrong. It's like uh, actually, like now, I can I can tell. Like if if if. If he's <laughs> if he's rubbing his eyes like this, it's not that he's tired; it's that he's bored. It's like that he wants to do something yeah. else. Like, oh, it's doing this. You know? Do you even know our kid? Yeah, <laughs> it's like you, you don't even know our kid. It's like it's just one of these like it's we- those weird things that you pick up on those uh, uh, from from just watching, you know, <laughs> and and you understand. Like the moms, they're hundred percent right. Yeah, you know when that's happening. So I love the the grocery store scene. Uh, <laughs> just, just just to reiterate, I like clean up on aisle seven or like these. Oh like, my god, uh, clean up on aisle seven. Irv, we were never we're in aisle Irv, seven. I swear, <laughs> he's like justifying it. It's like it's not about you, man. <laughs> he's just like constantly. Yeah, the move with the tampax to yeah. be like <laughs> so good. Mm. <laughs> Uh, can we have a price check? Uh, no, these? no, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's really, and then it's like, <laughs> it's like a 12 cent discount. <laughs> it's fucking what, Edie Clerg or whatever is yeah, at the, Edie Clerg, yeah. She's, she's at the front. Gobble, there's gobble. A, there's a, <laughs> gobble, gobble. There's a lot of like, what do you think about Terry Gar in this? Uh, dude, like I said, and uh, when we do Young Frankenstein, the burgeoning of, of me being a heterosexual male is, is seeing her titties just in a corset in Young Frankenstein. And uh, <laughs> I, I have such a crush on She's her. She's beautiful and I such a great actress too. So good. I love her in this. I love her in Close Encounters. So, so you think about Young Frankenstein. You know what I think about when What's I think that? of Terry Gar. What do you say? What do you say? <laughs> that's, all, that's all I think about that's when I see Terry Gar. Think of. She's great too. That I mean, I love I love the dynamic of their jobs. Right? You know, like first of all, uh, he gets fired. Michael Keaton and his buddies get fired. Yeah, and that's that's such a fun physical altercation inside. 
And Christopher Lloyd's like, I only, need one, I only need one more thing. Disability. <laughs> Disability tries to jump out the window. Yeah. And then the idea that they all went out and got hammered that night yeah. uh, because they're like, well, I probably won't see you ever again. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, it's, it's a wild ride. And he comes home and the, the family's so supportive of him. I, yeah. I just, I love that. But then you get, yeah, he's like, the kid's like, dad, are you going to be a bum? I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> then you get the juxtaposition of her going to work like, at this marketing firm and it's like they're eating KFC, drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes in a boardroom. I'm like, no. thank God. I don't want that to be my job. No. Like that, that just seems completely outrageous. I all hate- I can, all I can think about is how dry my throat would be after <laughs> yes. that day. You can almost feel it. <laughs> yeah, you can like just choking on that smoke. Then you just like greasing it down with like chicken or something, but then also washing that down with coffee just to keep keep yourself going. Ugh. I hate the group of dudes who just shoot down every single Fuck idea. Those guys. Good God. Like we have to have one, right? Let's let's fucking culminate on on a bunch of these uh. if we don't like any of them. Like <laughs> we just not gonna work. Goes, we're just not gonna make money today, guys. She goes, You want well, do you want the truth? He goes, No, lie to him. He likes it. <laughs> he likes that. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Yeah. What about um I mean what about the um the kids? Like I thought the kids were actually exceptional. Dude, any any time you have a John Hughes script, he's going to have good kids in the movie. And they yeah. were incredible. I have no idea how he does it. He's not even directing this movie, but no. um yeah, they're great. They're just as good like and just as like punchy with lines as as these grown-up actors they are. Really they are. I agree with you. Yeah, 100%. And one of the most quotable lines for me of this entire movie, we say it all the time. Anything it has anything to do with electrical when 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 he sees Ron pull up in the limo and he's like, "Oh fuck." And he, he goes out and gets his chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brings it in the house and he's like, "Oh, hey Ron, what's up? You want a beer?" Yeah. It's 7 in the morning. <laughs> Seven in the morning. Oh, scotch? Scotch? I don't really drink on the job. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But the whole thing where he's like, uh, yeah, I want to show you what I'm doing here, Ron. I'm uh, going to take this time off work. I'm going to redo this whole thing. Maybe add an extra room over here. Oh, you're going to do all the ele- electrical? And yeah, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 220? Probably do 12, 220. Uh, 220, 221, whatever. <laughs> whatever it takes. You know? And you see Ron go like, oh, my God. What the fuck does guy. that mean? You're just literally making this up, aren't you? You see it in his eyes. Anytime anybody has any electrical questions, I'm like... 220, 221, whatever it takes. I mean, that's that's classic. <laughs> I love that. It's a classic line of this movie. <laughs> like, as as they're leaving too in the fucking limo. Fucking Martin Mole, by the way. Martin he's Mole so back again. Uh, he's like, honey, if you need me, I'll be at the gym or the, or gun, the gun range gun or the gun range, <laughs> gun club, yeah. Gun club. <laughs> and she gives him the look like she's like, God yeah. damn. She's it. just like, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. <laughs> and right I don't now. like. Like, it. okay, so I will tell you this. I after I I haven't. I, this is the first time seeing this movie. But I have seen <laughs> that line delivery yep. of, you want a beer? Yeah. It's 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Scotch? He's <laughs> just like, never on the job. Like, one of my favorite ones was, like, when, you, when your threesome on the golf, cor- golf course in the morning tea time gets paired up with, like, a single. And it just, it's like, you offer, he's like, you want a beer? It's like, it's 7 in the morning. He's like, scotch? It's like, <laughs> we're drinking here, bro. We're drinking, dude. We're having a good time. If you're with us, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. I just want you to know. <laughs> and I thought this whole, this whole like bug, bug man, rep, TV repairman scene, this culmination yeah. of all oh, these people coming through the house. Everybody coming through the house, everything going wrong. I thought this was a pretty, as a kid, I loved this scene. You can, you can totally see like the Home Alone aspect of yeah. John Hughes like burgeoning at, at on at this aspect of the film where it's just <laughs> like all of these things going on or uh 
uh, kind of even uh, not it's not John Hughes I don't think but Money Pit as okay, well yeah. with Tom Hanks you can kind of see that in everything's there. going wrong yeah he's just it, it's just chaotic too man and I I was like watching this with my fiance and we were both had she seen this before she had not okay and uh, we were both just like kind of like biting our nails <laughs> the whole time because we just bought a new dry, a washer and dryer. <laughs> And so, like, it was a whole I, whole ordeal to get that old one out and the new one in. And oh, I had to, yeah. like, look up videos on how to fucking do it and everything. And it started shaking. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was just bringing back fucking nom flashbacks. Just man. PTSD. Everyone's got their own nom, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then, I mean, like, you got to talk about Michael Keaton here. I just, I love Michael Keaton so much. Yes. I, I mean, every time I see him in something, I'm just like, he's a treasure. He is. I think... Uh I think he just has some amazing delivery. Like, and there's so much I didn't know about Michael Keaton. Um, and especially obviously like this era is like for sure, like prior, prior to Batman, I didn't know a lot about Michael Keaton. Yeah, I really didn't. And seeing him do these roles, like makes me appreciate it so much more about who he is and where he came from. Not just being the Batman, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm Batman. I'm just being that guy. Just um, being a good actor. Just being a good actor. And I didn't understand a lot about who he was beforehand. So seeing this, I'll tell you right now, watching this movie, I was I was really surprised. I was taken aback how much I was actually I was genuinely laughing and kind of invested into this movie. I was shocked. I do remember as a kid, maybe you felt the same way. This was like a fun movie to watch for me all the way up until the end of the like the the uh, course the the yes. race yep. at at his house at Ron's house then then it turns into like this isn't fun anymore this turns into like dark soap opera movie yeah. and I do remember many times kind of going okay that was good okay I, I like the race scene I was like this is so great why did he fall like he was beating that stupid won. guy. Molly looked at me she's like that's you huh I'm like yeah probably <laughs> she's like if we had a thing like that you'd I get it. Yeah. You throw the race. You'd, well, you'd, I'd want to win it, and then I'd look at her and be like, "Okay, fine." Ah, yeah. Dang it. I like I like that exchange a lot. Yeah. Or it's like, "I'm gonna get shit for this shit. if you don't," you know. And then he goes down. He's like, gives her a wink. Yep. I love I love that. I do, they're them together is great too. It, I feel I feel like it's a genuine good relationship. Yeah. yeah. I, I really like On the chemistry, chemistry yeah. of what they have like in a marriage, and uh, I uh, it, it does turn almost kind of dark. But I also love how. It's kind of his redemption on some things after, you know, post beard. You know, <laughs> well, dude, shit, bearded, bearded hipster Michael Keaton. I know this is what like every dad looks like now. But they're but to think that they're trying to make him look like a fucking bum. Yeah, by wearing a flannel and growing a beard, <laughs> a flannel and man. glasses, glasses, a flannel and beard. They're like this guy sucks. AJ's wearing <laughs> it right what, now. That's what AJ looks like right now. <laughs> The fuck, guys? What's wrong with this? <laughs> God, you look like a piece of you, shit. You suck at your job and your family. I apparently do. I You're a slob. Wearing the same fucking flannel and and I have facial hair and Jesus, you couldn't have put in contacts today. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just funny how they do that and like I love how, how he's now settling into home life and. He he's watching soap operas. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I love how he's like. I'm like, I watched the first scene. And he's like, oh, this is stupid. I'm like, he's gonna get into it. And, and like, I forgot about this scene. No, no, 
Jeannie, no. You know that she's messing around with your brother. <laughs> He's on the, the phone with the other moms. Yeah. And then the kid comes in and says something about it, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. I don't know why Janie would do that. Like, so I don't know what the hell he says. She goes, she, no, it, can't, it can't be his kid. He had a vasectomy. Yeah. It didn't take? It didn't take. <laughs> it's it classic. Take. But there is, there is some humanity here of... These these emotions of of what he's going through and what his wife his wife is mad that she's got to be gone all the time mm-hmm. and she's upset that the house isn't like in order and she forgets how hard it is to like keep a household together but she forgets like how hard Michael Keaton's character had to work at his job to provide for the family and yeah. he forgets how hard he had to work to provide the family yeah. and only thinks that she comes home and nags at him and she th- forgets uh, sorry you know that's yeah she forgets how hard it is to even have a job as a woman because every job she gets is probably gonna, there's probably going to be some asshole who wants to suck her pussy the entire mm. time and that's it <laughs> yep that's basically <laughs> damn, what he dude. wanted to do like that's it like uh, it's, he's bringing her limos and taking her on flights and shit and he's like you're my number one gal it's like not because she's good at her job because he wants to fuck her it's like Maybe that's why she wasn't working in the first place. No. Yeah. But she yeah. is good at her job. She and is that's really the good. problem, too, is it it's like it has nothing to do with it really. Like it I think, right? It doesn't really have I mean in his mind, yeah. In his mind? Think, yeah. It's like and he says he does say like kind of near the end is like well, we could get married, and it's like what because you love me or something? And it's like No, of well, course no. not. Cuz like we'd just I mean we'd run this thing, you become a partner and like he yeah. just he just wants the money out of it, and then hopefully just gets to bang her on the side. Yeah, you're delusional. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like, super, dude, you are psycho. I was so glad when she punched him in the fucking. I'm like, damn, hell yeah! But yeah. he's still like, so does this still mean we get to? You know, he's after he gets punched, he's still on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like you say though, I think it it really does. I think it it creates a great conversation around the you only see what you do yeah, or vice versa and how. How it's when you're coming and going so quickly, and sometimes sometimes you want that, but sometimes you don't. Yeah. Sometimes you would rather be at home, you know, with kids more. But or then you of course you would rather be out and sometimes trying to it's great to be like this house is crazy right now. I'm I have to leave. Yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah. thank God I'm going to my job because I got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just. Uh, I think it opens up a really nice conversation about yeah. it, especially for it being what 1983. Yeah. Well, and and then it's like Michael Keaton's character, um, Jack. Sorry, I keep saying Michael Keaton. Jack, he's like upset about this Halloween thing, which makes sense, right? You know, but but like also think about all these other families of all these other. There's no work in town. Everyone's every male has been laid off. Recession. Yeah, it's a recession, and likely none of their wives have a job. So they're just like they got nothing coming in, and they and Carolyn's got a super high paying job to like. I, I I know you're going to miss Halloween, but this is really important that you're making money to keep our family afloat. Yeah, unfortunately, right. this is probably their thinking on is like Halloween's not Christmas. Like, of course, I'm going to be home for Christmas. Yes. You know, which I I wish that wasn't the case, but uh, yeah, that's true. I would, you know, like I'm gonna I have to go make this money, dog. Like, I don't want to leave. Go, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going. Like, it's just Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, it's unfortunately, gotta go stack this bread. Okay, yeah. it is what it is. I gotta earn, bro. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple funny things too. Well, first of all, did you recognize who uh, Miriam Flynn was? She she's um, she's the I think she plays Annette. Yeah, she plays oh, Annette. Annette. Okay, okay. One of the friends. Yeah, who's like babysitting. Yeah, for she's him. the one babysitting. Did you recognize her at mm-hmm. all? Uh, y- I know. I was hoping you would get it. AJ. Yes, I know who it is. It uh, 
Uh, you can see her. Dude, nice boy. Rad. No. Dang it. No. She uh, She's uh, Catherine in um, Christmas Vacation. She's Eddie's wife. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. yeah. oh no shit. Yeah. yeah. Nuts, oh, huh? That's crazy. Yeah, her nice. name's Miriam Flynn. <laughs> Dude, Miriam I love Flynn. when she's... When she's babysitting for him and he comes in, he's like, that's why you didn't want to go, huh? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> that was a funny scene. It was really good. <laughs> he's like, oh, where is he putting it? Where is he putting it? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and he got the phone number from him. <laughs> uh, and, well, and then, like, I, I really liked Ann Jillian's performance, too. She was the kind of the... Um, I don't want to. I want to say the right word. The, the who the, the boobier one. <laughs> the hooer. She was the boobier one yeah. of all of them. And I love that line earlier with when Annette goes, "He's married." She goes, "So were we once." <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> but she she's funny to me. I really do like her her kind of arc and performance in this whole thing. But yeah. when there's that when they play out that soap opera scene <laughs> when he dies, yeah. Do you see the kind of mistake that happened? Uh. Uh-uh. So he gets accidentally shot. And and uh, Catherine and 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 Annette or Catherine and whoever yeah. are standing there, and he stumbles backwards, and he grabs his beer, and the beer starts like yeah. foaming and <laughs> overflowing, and he sits down and just goes, and he starts drinking it. That was not in the script at all. If you go back and look at it, like they're both like holding back laughter. They both kind of, oh, really? they both kind of go like that as he's just improvising, improvising, improvising the rest of the scene, yeah. and then hits the floor and goes, "Oh shit, uh, yep." <laughs> scoots over in the body mark. Did that? Did that make you think it was really happening? Like, did you think that scene was really happening? I thought it was really happening until it got to a point of I want to say like her like dropping the jacket yes. and the, it becomes starts becoming more oh, over the, the top. dialogue got, got over the top yeah. a little yeah. bit yeah it starts storming in the background yes. oh yeah and like, he's like the, the kid sh- yeah. the kids are outside like, it's storming it's storming <laughs> why are they out there what the hell i do want to point out uh one more uh ca- little cameo for you that pertains to the old podcast you know you just heard uh son-in-law you yes. just heard this last week yes did you recognize howard humphreys the schooner tuna president no uh, the sc- sc- was he the was schooner he the tuna? The he's tuna with the he was the principal yeah. at the very beginning of Son in Law. Oh, oh really? <laughs> he was the one giving the the speech at graduation. Jesus Christ! Wow, that's cool. I, I was just kind of going, huh? I, oh shit! Oh, wait a second, schooner tuna, schooner tuna, schooner tuna. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hello America, <laughs> <laughs> hello America. That's the tuna My with the heart. My fellow Americans. <laughs> yeah. How about sad. how everything wraps up? Like how how are we feeling about this? I mean, it it's definitely. Uh, uh, just a nice and easy bow on everything, but it it, it kind of works for me. I, yeah, I like I like bringing back the apparently um, the cable lady makes forty five fucking dollars an hour is what she <laughs> yeah. says at one point. I like, think they still make that. What? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I like how they all come back and they're all in the house still. Um, it's a nice little bow, and uh, you know the kids are uh, all dirty again and it's just like it kind of ended up back to the way it was but people just kind of learned a little lesson here and there as you do with these movies yeah uh yeah it's fun it it, it wraps up easily and nicely um i think honestly i i really think that like mr mom as a movie i'm surprised i hadn't seen it you know it was one that was always on my john hughes like list and radar if you will but i never had this like desire to go and uh and like check it out for some reason all i had in my head was like just like another mrs doubtfire yeah or like, oh, gotcha. or, or tootsie situation that michael keaton was uh, just like dressing up as a as a woman to hang out with his kids or something like that or 
um, whatever. But I don't know why I never just like went to go see it uh, or went out of my way. And I'm I'm surprised because I I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, your boy uh, Ebert didn't think it was too great. No. Uh, Damn it, Raj. Raj gave it a two out of what does he do? Five stars or do you four? He does four stars. <laughs> what an idiot! Yeah, I know. <laughs> he says uh, no, no. he's got a couple weird lines in here. He says, uh, "Now he goes now if they'd taken these characters and their situation and followed through on the implications on a believable level, they might have come up with a true human comedy. Instead, everything is pushed too far. Situations are overwritten and overdirected, and the movie is desperate enough to throw in vacuum cleaners with minds of their own, seductive next door neighbors, and a team of local repairmen who show up on cue and look straight look straight out of TV commercials." God knows there's enough in, in ordinary housework to make a comedy out of, especially if the hotshot husband is trying to learn how to run the house. Do we really need the scene in which he cheerfully puts four cups of detergent into the water? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, it's yeah. it like, amazing. My uh, fiance is like, that's me. I'm like, because I, I didn't, I didn't know that it you you didn't have to fill up the whole thing to, okay. to put it like seriously. Dude. You just just put a little bit. Like, in every there. time I did laundry when I was living my own, I was like, yeah, just dump it. In. I just put it <laughs> in there. Oh yeah, Roger, you've never done laundry in your life, dude. You yeah. got somebody that does it for you. Yeah, yeah dude. Enough real things can go wrong around the house without the movie needing monosyllabic syllabic great, female. Great job, TV Roger. TV repairman and an exterminator who's afraid of bugs. Meanwhile, at the ad agency, Terry Gar also is having her problems with a script that strives for the predictable. She's brought into a conference on a tuna account. The agency's failed campaign presentations line the walls. She shoots them down and comes up with a bright idea. Offer a 50-cent discount for the duration of the recession. Brilliant, huh? Except, wait a minute. The other campaigns on the bulletin board don't even look like professional presentations. They look like scrawls out of Mad Magazine. And her bright idea is obviously only in the movie because if she has a bright idea, you see, she'll get the job and attract the boss. No attempt is made to be perceptive or original about the idea of a housewife returning to the job wars as an ad executive. I mean, wouldn't that be called like Mrs. Employee? Mrs. Mrs. Employee or something? Or Mrs. Dad? At the same time, too, it's like telling these stupid men like the the thing that uh, housewives want during this is cheaper shit. You know, it's like... They didn't think of that. This That's genius. what it is. Yeah, they would have spent. It's like it's like uh, our local um, uh, food place. I'm not going to name them. I mean, everybody knows who they mm-hmm. are. But they they just laid off like so many top level executive people that have been working with that company forever. But yet, then they'll spend like a million dollars to get the fucking old cowboy guy from Yellowstone to be like. The meat at the meat at this store is the best. You should eat here. <laughs> yeah. Just don't spend a million dollars and maybe just like lower your prices or or pay for the people that work for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. like uh, you know, people just don't think of those things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's great to be like, yeah, here's a here's a random person off the street to be like, you're doing that wrong. What's going to get more people in my store? A sale. A sale. A sale. <laughs> Not some guy from TV going go there. You go, go Especially there. you're talking about a grocery store. We go there anyway. We yeah. don't need someone to tell us to go there. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> what are we talking about? I, I don't... I, I just... I think that this movie very easily could have been called Mrs. Dad, just as well as it sure. could have been called Mr. Mom. Yeah. And uh, I think... I, I think that would be a... It would somehow be a fun follow-up even. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because... It, it is. I think it's just as much about her going back to work as it is about him go, like going to the home and just seeing this role reverse. So, uh, but I like it, and I I like I like 
her adversity that she's dealing with, I think it adds a, a second great story into this movie. It seems yeah. they seem like a good team too. Like yeah. and as characters in the movie, they seem like a good husband and wife team. Like they would do pick up slack wherever they yeah. leave off. You know, it's, yeah, it's cool. I like it. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a fun watch, and I, I I did get reminded of apparently when I was in college, like Pizza Hut was doing a thing where they were if you ordered a P, x amount of pizzas, you would get like a DVD. And you could pick from like five different movies, and this was one of them. Are you serious? So I still have my Mr. Mom like Pizza Hut DVD sleeve. Nice. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's random. I might have to look that up and be like, when was that? But yeah, I think it's a fun rewatch. I think if you've if you've seen it, maybe now's time to revisit it. If you haven't seen it, I think it's we. I mean, it's, <laughs> we're not telling you the the story here. It's we're not giving away anything. Not weird. Yeah, like, anyway. It's you know you're gonna have fun. You're gonna have a good time. You're gonna appreciate our boy Michael Keaton there, and I think it's gonna be a gonna be a fun time for you. Yeah, hundred percent. Like it's it's a it's a lot of fun. First time I'd ever watched the movie. I'm glad we got to do it in this setting. It's yeah. a little bit more low pressure. Just get to enjoy the movie. No and notes. I certainly yeah. did. Like yeah. I enjoyed that movie a, a, a ton. So well. Yeah. Yeah, thanks everybody. This is uh, Patreon special. Like we can't do these brunch episodes without you. Yeah. So to everybody that's joined up at patreon.com slash confused breakfast, you mean the world. You are powering this podcast. We appreciate you. If everybody else wants to check it out, that'd be amazing. Yeah. For Please. as little as five bucks a month, you get to hear all our bonus episodes. Ten bucks a month, you get voting on upcoming episodes, giving your modern day ratings. Uh try it once. Sign up. You get all that backlog. If you don't like it, take off. Yeah. Yep. Scram. It's okay. I dare you. I won't think of you any less at all. No. But we also got to play today's voicemail. Oh, let's do yeah. that. Call us at 319-804-9596. Here we go. Hey, guys. My name's Logan. I'm originally from Iowa. I now live in Virginia. I'm a day one listener. Traitor. I was kind of curious where the voicemail went. I'm glad to hear you guys still listen to them, and it was great to hear that uh, that comeback on an episode back. I was always just a few episodes behind, and I finally kind of caught up on my way to Atlanta on Halloween a couple days ago to go catch Dave Chappelle live. Damn. Uh, the lineup was pretty insane. Donnell Rawlings, uh, Dave Chappelle brought out Kevin Hart and T.I. were wow. on for Dave. It was, a, it was a fucking laugh riot. Anyways, uh, love the episodes. I'm finally caught up, like I said. I've joined the Patreon, and I'm going to listen to the bonus content and see what's up on the Discord channel. I can't wait. Probably going to buy some merch for Christmas. I'm going to mention two films that might not have been brought up by you guys yet on the pod. Um, I walked into the bar uh, before the Dave Chappelle show, and I saw Constantine was on, and I thought, fuck yeah, dude, 666. (laughs) Underrated horror thriller film. Another recommendation from me is Desperado. Yeah. Robert Rodriguez. Uh, Cool story, interesting story behind the the making of, and a great film in general. Uh, The first and second scene, in my opinion, are just pure cinema. The score and soundtrack are pretty great also. Thanks for all the episodes. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks, Logan, dude. dude. Hell yeah, dude. He just uh, reminds us that there are just so many movies for yeah. us to do. Yeah. Constantine, man, like a, a, an early kind of Keanu Reeves yeah. action-ish kind of taste that we get. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting to, to cover. Heck yeah. yeah. And Desperado, mm-hmm. one of my favorites. That is a TNT special, my <laughs> yeah, bro. <dude. laughs> Seriously, I love it so much. I, uh, I first watched that movie because I knew Tarantino had a cameo in it. And so I had to watch it because Tarantino was in it, you know, and that got me into Rodriguez. Oh, my gosh. Love him. Rodriguez. Well, you know, I think that's uh, maybe going to be the end to us, but I want to do this real, just real quick. I just want to 
get through this just, little just thing. Wanna, Hold on, no, just want to go. Do. You ever just... Back in town, Laura. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.